Welcome to the ACO Show. Today you'll hear us talk to Dr. Alan Story. Dr. Story is a family medicine physician in Newton, North Carolina, a town about an hour outside of Charlotte, and it's a great conversation about how joining an accountable care organization helped him bring not just extra data that helps him do better preventative care for his patients, but also helped his small practice be part of a larger medical community. Enjoy. Welcome to the ACO Show. I'm Josh Israel, a medical director at Allidate, and we are here today with Dr. Alan Story of Newton Family Physicians in Newton, North Carolina. And I'm Joe Schunkweiler. I'm the VP of Adoption and Training here at Allidate, and we're very excited to have Dr. Story with us. Dr. Story, thanks for joining us. Thank you for having me. Can you start off by just telling us a bit about your practice? Yes, uh, I am a family physician, and I practice in Newton, North Carolina. Uh, we have 10 providers at our practice and over 30 staff, and uh, our practice started in 1982 and has evolved and grown over time. And so we offer a traditional primary care uh, experience, and uh, we uh, are currently just uh, enjoying the practice of medicine. And how did you come to join Allidade? You know, with, with Allidade, uh, we started off uh, like a lot of offices in a traditional fee-for-service atmosphere and that uh, went on for several years and then uh, things started to evolve and change. Uh, we started looking at more quality programs with our payers, pay for performance, uh, and, and then came meaningful use and um, that really started ushering us into the, the era where we would need to focus on uh, you know, our reporting, uh, our quality measures, and then the whole new concept of accountable care organizations uh, came into being, and we started hearing more and more about ACOs. Um, at first, we did not know if that was something uh, a smaller independent practice would be able to participate in, uh, but then we uh, met Allendade. We heard about Allendade. And so our first introduction, um, we were able to find out more about Allendade at uh, one of our winter meetings of the North Carolina Academy of Family Physicians. It was in Asheville, and Allendade was there speaking uh, specifically to independent practices that would like to participate in ACO work. And so that's how we met Allendade. So before you joined Allendade, um, you had heard a bit about the ACOs. Talk me through what you knew about ACOs before that. You know, uh, before Allendade, I, I think our concept of an ACO was a really large system, all working under the umbrella of that system, using the same computer, using the same services that would then work to show uh, shared savings, uh, utilizing kind of the power of their size. Um, at, at first, initially, it, it sounded like something that really wasn't directed towards uh, an independent practice, but more at large healthcare systems. Um, and, and so, uh, our initial thoughts of ACOs is as well. It's probably not for us. We're not we're not large enough. We we don't have the numbers to participate in something like that. Where do you think that understanding comes from? Because I think that you're you're definitely not alone in that um, even, you know, I've, I've talked to folks before joining Allidade in the, in the policy community that had worked on the regulations for ACOs and had that exact same mindset, that this is a large system, hospital first 
type of entity. Um, I think we're shifting that a bit in part because of the work that, that we've been able to do, but, but definitely others as well. Um, do, you, do you have any sense of where that, where that understanding came from? Yes. You know, I think for a lot of us, when we started really utilizing our electronic health records to start doing some population management, to start running some reports to see how many of our eligible patients are receiving a certain service, and especially when we become involved with meaningful use, we, we notice that, you know, that's, it's good work, but, but it's hard work. It, it takes a lot of computer power, and it takes a lot of planning and, and setting up the system just right. Um, when we first heard of ACOs, we heard of large systems that were taking on risk, and if they could show savings, they could, you know, earn reward. But if they did not show savings, they would, you know, they could potentially be at risk of, of losing financially. And it, it sounded like almost an experiment when we first heard about it, uh, and and that. We all thought that's probably not going to be for us. That's for large systems with lots of reserve to invest in something like that. It sounds too complicated. It sounds like it will be technologically very difficult. And how can a, a ten-person group set up something like that? Yeah. That's and so, what made you decide to to take the dive? You know. Uh, when we learned about Allendate and then started researching and, and discussing it more, uh, we didn't realize that it, it was for us. ACOs were for the independent practice also. You need a certain number of lives to be able to participate, but if you can combine your practice uh, in a partnership with other independent practices, then all of a sudden the ACO is for you. Uh, well, So then we realized if we could have good data, and we were taking good care of patients, and we could partner with other strong independent practices, well, then the ACO system would be for us, and it would be something that we could participate in and hopefully improve quality and help with uh, cost savings at the same time. It was kind of an eye-opening aha moment. We initially thought this was not designed for small independent practices. This is moving towards... The, the larger systems that seems to be so prevalent in medicine today. Uh, but, but then we learned, hey, this really was designed with the smaller practice in mind. There is a pathway for us to participate. Now, had you been in any other prior programs, whether things measuring quality for insurance plans or other capitated or risk-bearing insurance plans? Uh, yes, you know, we have uh, been fortunate to be able to partner with some of our payers to uh, show some quality work, uh, have a chance to have a higher rating, uh, a chance for some more financial reward if we're doing good quality work. Uh, a lot of that work, though, seemed to center around us being able to generate a report that then we could then report to the payer, and then after those were generated, uh, we could have a better star rating or, or, or better financial reimbursement, but those reports are challenging. Uh, they require a, a whole extra layer of documentation, which uh, from someone who's practiced a long time, we're not used to that layer of documentation that's specifically for the purpose of running reports from your notes. And did you find those meaningful or beneficial for patient care? You know, we hear from providers a lot that some of them seem well-intentioned, 
but end up feeling like you're just, as you say, making reports. Do you think those did improve the quality of care? Well, I think the idea behind them was sound. Uh, let's take, for an example, influenza vaccine. Yes, we want to offer influenza vaccine and vaccinate as many as we can. So, you know, I see patients one at a time. And when a patient comes in, we offer an influenza vaccine. And great. Uh, now, the next step, though, if a payer wants to know what percentage of my eligible patients receive the flu vaccine, I've got to be able to generate that number. So first of all, my computer system has to be able to figure out how many eligible patients I have for that payer and then how many actually receive the flu vaccine. Well, one problem is uh, my patients receive their influenza vaccine at my office, but some receive it at their local pharmacy, some at their local community center, some go to the VA to receive it. And so I don't have a way of knowing exactly where everyone receives their vaccine from. So therefore, I have to hunt that data down, and then I have to create a checkbox on my template in the electronic health record so that I can check and certify that, yes, I have discovered this patient had their influenza vaccine. So the, the idea behind it sound, but the execution of being able to produce an accurate report was tricky. Dr. Story, you just laid out a very specific example in the system uh, that makes it tough for somebody in your situation as an independent provider. Uh, taking a step back or a higher level view, what are some of the challenges that you see as being an independent provider uh, more generally? Yeah, you know, being independent uh, certainly has pros and cons. Um, one of the, the large pros, uh, one of the things I enjoy are, are my business and medical partners. Um, we have a great group. Um, we enjoy making decisions together. Uh, that, that's been uh, just one of the uh, nice things about being independent. Um, one of the other nice things is just the fact that we can change and, and move quickly. Uh, one constant thing about healthcare is it's always changing, and, and so it, it's been nice. But there's you know some challenges for sure. Uh, I mentioned the electronic health record. Uh, we're very fortunate in that we have an excellent system, and our IT team works with us very well, uh, and, and so we have been able to do a lot with it. Uh, but one of the challenges is is picking a, a good EH electronic health record that will work for you, that you can understand, that you can document properly, and then you can generate reports from. Uh, and so there's a lot of them out there. There's a lot of good systems out there. But, you know, for us, it was challenging to make sure we had that kind of technology. Um, the other thing, it, it, it's all about teamwork when it comes to independent practice. Um, so uh, I mentioned our uh, IT folks, they're part of our team. Uh, it's hard for us to do our job without them. Um, the business side of things, too, uh, you know, it's a business that has to be run properly. So we have to, you know, team with a good accountant, uh, someone who can give us good advice, uh, you know, the, the, our business office. It's a pretty integral part of our team also. And, of course, you know, our, our last layer that we've just recently added is the uh, ACO, Allendade. Um, that has become a very important part of our team also, um, especially, I'm sure we'll get to this, but the data that they're able to provide and the technology they're able to provide. So to me, the biggest challenge is setting up good teams to do the specific functions that really have to be done in the office. 
So you mentioned uh, data. So Allidate does try to make data about patients available to medical practices that they might not otherwise have access to. What in there have you found helpful? I'll go back to my example of the influenza vaccine. Before I was able to utilize Allendade's application and data, then if a patient told me they received an influenza vaccine somewhere, I would need to call that entity, uh, call the pharmacy. I would need to hunt that down to be sure. Um, now, Allendade gives me claims data where I can see where a payer has been billed for and provided services for an influenza vaccine at the pharmacy. So all of a sudden, at the encounter with the patient in front of me, I don't have to hunt for that data. I know they had their vaccine. Uh, so that's one specific example. But the Allen data application provides us with a lot of point-of-care information that helps our life uh, be so much easier. Uh, for example, the diabetic eye exam, I can see when they were last had claims from their ophthalmologist for a diabetic eye exam. Um, colorectal screening. Uh, there's multiple examples. I finally can see the, the data where that claim was billed and, and covered uh, from our Allendate app. We focus on doing several things really well to try to get at these issues of improving patient health care while reducing costs. Uh, you know, things like annual wellness visits or ED reduction or transitions of care uh, visits and, 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 and those kind of initiatives. Which of the things that we have picked uh, to do really speak to you as a, a business owner, as a provider in, in working with your patients? You know, when it comes to health care, it's all about investing into your patient's health to save money. Uh, the more you can invest into a patient and the healthier they become, the less money it costs. They're healthier, the system's healthier, there's cost savings. And, and those items that specifically get at investing into patients uh, are, are just tremendous for us. Uh, one example, um, when a patient is hospitalized, you know, they're very sick, and uh, our local hospitals do a wonderful job of taking care of them. But when they transition back to home, when they're ready to leave the hospital, that transition to home is a vulnerable time. Uh, it's an, an easy time for something to go wrong and then end up back in the hospital for a readmission. Some of the, one of the key pieces of data that we have are list of folks, uh, our patients, that have recently been hospitalized and discharged. Um, this transition of care list that we receive uh, comes from a lot of places. We have two local hospitals that do a great job of communicating with us when our patients are discharged. But in this day and age, patients uh, sometimes travel to other hospitals. They, they may go down the road to a larger hospital. They may go to the university. And I, I don't always know that that's happened but now my transition of care work list through my Allendate application gives me a list of, of, of those patients. And that lets us intervene in a timely manner, first of all, by calling that patient to be sure they are safe and at home and that everything seems to be going well, but also, conversely, a chance for us to get them into our office for a quick hospital follow-up to be extra sure. And doing that and preventing readmissions that is a complete circle of investing in your patient to that, that helps them and saves money. 
And so our transition of care work list, uh, that information, knowing that a patient has just recently went home from the hospital, has been pretty critical for us. The other big one that we focus on are our list of patients that need their annual wellness visit. Uh, this is a, a wonderful time for us to sit down and really, you know, have a deep dive into our uh, what our patients are going through, uh, what kind of issues they have, um, a, a, a really nice chance to discuss preventative care planning, uh, and we now have an organized way to see who needs those and when. And we really think with those two uh, pieces of data, we will really make a nice impact in quality of care, patient satisfaction, and hopefully uh, uh, cost savings. Um, we also have a nice feed that tells us when and where our patients have went to the emergency department. Uh, that's pretty critical. Uh, if our patients are going to the emergency room, something is wrong, and we need the help with that after emergency room visit so that we can help get them back to health and intervene in any way that we can. So we use multiple pieces of data that Alan Day provides to us to see what's happening with our patients so that hopefully we can intervene early and quickly and prevent more sickness and more costly measures. Dr. Story, as you were talking, it, re it reminded me of some of the discussions that I've had personally about what uh, Allidaid does and the, the value-based care models more generally uh, with uh, some of my former colleagues who were surgical subspecialists in a hospital setting, a tertiary care setting. And from their perspective, many of them look at thinking about total cost of care, even with a quality component. And all they could see is what the patient may not get. You know, it's all defined by, oh, they won't be able to get that imaging study or you know, essential test or whatever. But as you were speaking, um, it really highlighted particularly why this works in a primary care setting because your patients are getting so much out of this. You're better informed. You know, it seems natural, I would imagine, as a patient to think, oh, my, my primary care doc, the quarterback of my care who I have this relationship with, would know when I was in the hospital. Um, have, you, have you had any of specific interactions with your patients about this additional data that, that highlights that? Or, or do you agree with that first off, I should ask? I agree completely. And, you know, you can tell a, a patient really appreciates the fact that you took the time, first of all, that you knew they were in the hospital, and second of all, that you took the time to call them within a day or two of discharge. And number three, that you've made special time in your clinic to get them in quickly so that we can sit down and go through everything. Uh, uh, patients really enjoy having a, a primary care provider that they can go to that is fully informed about what happens with them, and you know that th they want that connection. And, and uh, on the opposite side, uh, that's kind of the fun part of medicine, uh, having a patient that you know so well and that you can help them through their health care issues. Um, that's, that's what it's about. And so patients appreciate it. Uh, it. It gives our providers a chance to, to do what they do, and it's just good all the way around. It, it's that total thing of a, of a good investment at the right time is good for the patient and good for the system. You've described taking some of this new data that Elidade provides and reorienting your practice to make sure people are getting care after they've been to the hospital, after they've been to the emergency department. 
Um, do you feel like this is something that you have tackled yourself as a provider, or have you had to reorient your whole practice to make it any kind of team approach? We've had to switch gears and go to much more of a team approach. Uh, you know, this is a lot. Uh, it, it is a lot to, to manage if you're trying to do it by yourself. And, you know, one person could sit in front of the Allendate application and, and go through the data and attempt it, but it, it's just almost overwhelming for one person to attempt to do all of this. Um, this is more, way more about teamwork. Um, so I think it has helped us to realize we need to redefine our roles. What do our providers need to focus on? What should we let other parts of our team focus on? Uh, for example, our schedulers, they're pretty, they're really important. Our schedulers know we want to see folks within a few days of discharge from a hospital, so they make it happen. They find the slot and get that patient in there so that, that we can assure that they have that time to come in and see us. Um, so our scheduling team has become pretty critical. Uh, they also are well poised to help folks figure out when their next physical needs to be or when their next AWV needs to be. And so our scheduling team has taken on, you know, a much more responsibility and a much greater role. Um, we're also fortunate in that we have uh, several nurses that have just become quality champions. They enjoy helping patients and they enjoy looking at our data through the Allendate app and seeing who needs what. And so they're making those phone calls and those connections. They are reminding folks of the services they needed, and they are helping our uh, get folks to our scheduler so they can come in to see the provider. I just don't think there's hardly any way a provider could sit down and do all of that. It's just too much. But when we break it apart and let the schedulers do what they do and our quality nurses do what they do, and also our business team who make sure that we're coding and, and, and turning in our information correctly, then it all works together and becomes much easier. It's kind of that whole thing about everyone needs to work at the top of their performance level or the top of their training. Um, you know, don't try to do it all yourself. Let everyone break it down into their components that they're so good at and, and do what they're good at. Moving beyond your team, which it sounds like you've really optimized to do this work at a at a at a really high level, which is which is awesome to hear. Um, what about the broader healthcare community around you? Has the, being in an ACO allowed you to engage differently or more more wholly with your colleagues outside your office? Yes, you know this has been kind of one of the more pleasant things uh, that that has happened since we joined in, uh, Allen Dade. Um, you know, first of all, uh, our medical community in the Unifor area, Catawba County, Hickory, um, it's a very good community. Uh, there was already a, a good relationship with us and our other practices and uh, our specialists and our hospitals. So, you know, we had a very, uh, we have a very good medical community anyway. But now that we're a part of Allendale, we have multiple primary care offices that are now partnered with Allendate, and we're connected in that way. We, we are all uh, part of the Allendate ACO. And more specifically, uh, in the past, we may you know talk shop a little bit from time to time. Hey, how do you do this workflow? How do you do that workflow? But now we specifically have meetings every other month 
where we sit down and kind of discuss quality work. What's working for you? What's not working for you? How are you doing this? How are you doing that? That's been very nice. And what I have found out is we have some really bright folks in our community that have some great ideas. And I have already learned things that I would have never come up with on my own from our partner practices. So now it seems like our, our whole community is becoming more team pro, teamwork approached. Uh, we work together now. You know, when you're an independent practice, you know that you're somewhat competing with all the other independent practices. Uh, being a part of Allendate has, you know, sort of taken a little bit of that away. Uh, now we're much more collaborative. Uh, we're, I think we're all benefiting from each other's knowledge. One of my favorite things about being at Allidate has been learning about all the ways that some of the best, most progressive changes in medicine now are just happening in all parts of the country, rural, urban, small, big. It's really, it's really very impressive. Uh, Dr. Alan Story from Newton Family Physicians in Newton, North Carolina. We want to thank you so much for taking the time and please keep doing the great work that you're doing. Thank you so much. Thanks, Dr. Story.